0: attention bar patrons happy hour has begun drinks are our half price and it's time to loosen up from your work week show some love to your bartender that lovable loudmouth with absolutely no filter trevor garner
1: what do you know
2: Happy hour with the great Hugh Hauser, and we've got the female Hugh Hauser on the line, Lucretia Bingham. Now, see, I, that's the first thing I thought about you. I thought you were like Hugh Hauser. Really? You're Lucretia Bingham. What? Well, you're Lucretia
3: Bingham. I am, La- am Lucretia. I am Lucretia Bingham. Right. But I don't know that there's anybody quite like me. So well, yeah, I know. But you're I, like I'll, you're. I'll take your word for it.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, okay. <laughs> I was like, this, this interview is going to be a little strange for you. It's not, it's not like uh, I'm just going to read like, uh, you know, I don't know how to say it. I'm not going to be – well, I might be Dick Cavett. But, you know, I might be Merv Griffin. I might be a little of all that. <laughs> but, you know, I'm like 54, and I'm not going to get into you. But, you know, it, it's just a thing. Uh, you've uh, – this this scares me. This interview really scares me because I'm not well read and I don't know much about anything, but I know a lot about nothing. <laughs>
3: Does this look like- well, you know something about Hollywood, right? <laughs>
2: yes, I do. And so,
3: yeah, I came out to California in 1973 when and I lived in Laurel Canyon in a little shack up in the hills, right in the height of the whole um, you know rock and roll and movie business. Oh, you did. Off. Okay. Um, yeah, I went, yeah.
2: Okay. I, then, then. Okay. That, I, I was. That was one of my questions. Like the whiskey and the Roxy, and and you were like, uh, you know, you were up and down Sunset Boulevard and all that in Laurel Canyon. Then.
3: Yeah, I was more into the movie business than I was rock and roll. But you couldn't stay away from rock and roll if you lived in Laurel Canyon because mm-hmm. there were so many people making music there at that time. But it was also when movies were taken off, too. And, and you know, up until that point, it had been, you know, the studio system. And then all of a sudden, it was independent filmmakers and Saturday Night Live. And there was just a lot happening. Right. And it, it was kind of crazy times up there in those hills.
2: Yeah. I mean, I was, I was young at the time. But, I mean, I grew up in Downey. Karen Carpenter was our neighbor. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, my family... We went uh, you know, drive-in theaters. I mean, I remember the era, but I was like five years old, you know. Um, you know, so maybe a little older. But, yeah, I mean, White Front, Jimco, Fedco. I mean, it, it, that, that was the t- era you're talking about, right? <laughs>
3: Fedco, no, not <laughs> that, that so much. Is that you Canyon, the, only, the only place we hung out up in Law Canyon, there was a little general store. And nobody, you know, nobody went down unless they were... Going down to the strip late at night, or going to you know the movie theaters.
4: Okay. I so mean, it was
3: it was it was not your typical um, Southern California scene. It wasn't about um, surfing. It was more about you know.
2: Okay. Th- this is good. And rock and roll. This is good because I know about that general store, and I do know not experience myself, but is this like where Frank Zappa was, and this is yeah, where okay exactly. uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash. And this is that, yep. this is the area. Okay. Yeah, I know. That because I, the area. All right. And you came down in, seven. came from uh, New York in 1973, correct?
3: Yeah. I started off in, in uh, Hollywood as an actress and soon found out that I, you know, didn't really like the parts I was getting. I was basically being offered, you know, bimbos, girlfriends and it wasn't you know I felt like I was a little bit more interesting than the dialogue I was Oh, really yeah you were like
2: you were like one of those tramps on the Rockford files and that kind of thing
3: (laughs) exactly I mean like really bad parts really bad parts Uh so I I found it was a lot more interesting working with writers and becoming a writer myself um you know because I I could make better dialogue than they were writing for me yeah so I didn't I didn't Stay an actress for very long. Um, okay, well, death. I mean,
2: but for how long were you an actress before you switched to writing?
3: Um, couple of years.
2: So you seventy, know, long enough. Seventy five, yeah. seventy six. So, like, when Saturday Night Live yeah. came out.
3: Yeah, I, I. The first thing I did, the first thing that got me into, the bag, I did. A, um, I had a part in Oliver Stone's first feature film, which was really an awful film. It was called Seizure. I got killed off in the first reel. Um, and But it kind of, you know, gave me the movie bug. And I went, oh, boy, this is going to be easy. I'm going to roll into L.A. and, you know, get great parts. And, you know, right. it doesn't work out that way.
2: you still have your SAG card?
3: No. I yeah. let it go, which, you know, yeah. I'm not, I didn't have any use for it.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, okay, so then you got into writing. Now, when you got your first job, out of being an actress, where did you work uh, at that time? Freelance only? Freelance only?
3: You mean as a writer?
2: Yeah, I mean, did you get, like, a job at it? Well, you said that you worked for the LA Times, but basically... Actually,
3: one of the the very first... um, I started writing little, snotty pieces for um, various magazines, and then when Vanity Fair was beginning to really, you know, be a... kind of an up-and-coming publication, they picked up my pieces and started running in their vanity section. Uh Um, So that's sort of where I started. And it came because I was hanging out at a lot of Hollywood parties. And so, you know, I I loved um, going to places. I've always been a people watcher. So I loved being invited to, like, the pajama parties up at Playboy Mansion and going and just kind of, like... Watching the right. scene, and yeah. then going and writing something bitchy about it.
2: Um, oh boy, uh, we had a, a lady on here that uh, did the same thing as you. Yeah, she's uh okay. Well, okay, so that's cool. I like that. That's that's really neat because you decided, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to be the people are the person the people are watching and calling you a whore on TV. You want to be the one writing about them, All right. <laughs>
3: exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It's a lot more fun. <laughs> did
2: you ever? No, oh yeah. Did you ever get sued?
3: Um, no, I didn't. Um, okay. But, you know, what I did find was that in the long run, it was a lot safer writing about food and travel than it was writing about people because people would get annoyed if you go and, you know, write about a great restaurant or write about, you know, traveling somewhere. No one really gets angry at you. Um, so that's sort of what I segued into after um, I started off with those sort of gossipy little pieces. And then I discovered what I really loved to do was was traveling and writing about it.
2: Okay. Now, I want to so, I I I rewind here. Okay. So yep. let's get back to when you were born. Uh, now, is it Lucretia? Is that your birth name?
3: It is my birth name. Um, I come from an old uh, Connecticut Yankee family, and we have a family graveyard that's about 20 miles away from where I live now, Mm -hmm. and it's littered with Lucretias. So it's been it's a family name that's been kicking around for a couple of hundred years.
2: Okay, and then uh, but you went by Lucy.
3: That's what my family called me because my parents were afraid that when I got to kindergarten that people wouldn't be able to say Lucretia, Mm -hmm. that they would switch it to creature. Right. So they decided to call me Lucy instead. So I answer to both of them now. Lucretia tends to be... The name I write under, and um Lucy is what my brother calls me and my husband and right, you know, people who know me well.
2: Okay, so then okay, you were okay, but you were a little kid. Your mom you said she was a not aristocrat, was she an aristocrat?
3: Well, she was, at least she thought she was. She uh-huh. described yourself as such. She came from an old Virginia family uh-huh. and you know, Old, fine Virginia families think they're the best people in the world. And so she was a woman convinced of her own beauty and value. Mm-hmm. Um, but after she divorced my um, my dad, who was kind of a Connecticut blue blood, she kind of said, I don't want to anything to do with the United States. So she packed my brother and me up and... Uh-huh. Um, my my new stepfather and they chartered a boat and went to a very very isolated fishing village in the Bahamas.
2: Right, and that's why and... I was like I was going to say this is where that Lucretia ended up screwed up because they stuck her in a steamer <laughs> yeah. she, they stuck her in a steamer trunk with a goat and pork and beans <laughs> and then they shipped exactly. her off to the Bahamas and I go okay this is this is what gives me a headache uh, you had to go through all this and then you were like. <laughs> Right,
3: <laughs> right, <laughs> it, it, it was an interesting childhood because it um you know they really were convinced they were gonna grow all their own food and kind of live like you know romantic vagab- vagabonds on the island,
2: yeah, um, they were gonna own their own island and just like be out there with nobody around and yeah, uh...
3: exactly, yeah, like... and, but you know they they forgot to do things like you know the kerosene costs money and feeding the goats and chickens and Rabbits who multiplied by the hundreds all cost money. Right. So after then, yeah, after I, a few years they kinda of ran
2: out of cash. Oh I gotta I gotta get back to classic TV on this one. Okay, so just just follow me a little bit. On Dragnet. Yep. On Dragnet, remember that show? Oh I do. It was almost about that. They had a show on Dragnet where all these hippies were gonna go to an island of their own and live, but they had to steal all the supplies and everything from the people in the city to live on. And then they added the rest. It's like, wait a minute, once you get over there, what if we run out of supplies? You got to come back again. It. It's like, that ain't going to work, <laughs> exactly. right? So that's what happened yeah, with you. Exactly. So they got over there. That's and then
3: exactly what happened.
2: Yeah, yeah. And like, got all this sex and, sex, and debauchery and everything going on.
3: Yep. Tell um, me about they, it. it. Well, it was interesting. My, my mom um, had driven into a... Gas station, marina down in the keys, and mm-hmm. um, you know she saw him lust with this guy who uh, owned the marina, and he was my stepfather. He was actually probably saved my life because he um, he was just one of those guys who really knew how to make things and do things, and so he kind of grounded me in a way that um, that my mom hadn't been able to do. Um, so um, that. That kind of saved me from just floating off into the nether sphere of something. Were you more connected Um, with
2: your stepdad than your mom at that point?
3: Well, my step, my mom was just somebody who's, you know, I describe her as a foolish romantic. She was a wonderful person, very charismatic and beautiful, but she wasn't very dependable. So, you know, my stepdad at least kind of, you know, kept his head. Yeah, yeah,
2: at least he stuck your stuck her kids in a steamer truck with pork bees and a goat and took her to the Bahamas. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that, that, how dependable is that
3: <laughs> I know. Well, he went along with it. I mean, she could you know, they they'd get going about some new adventure they were gonna have. I mean when they ran out of money, here's where his head wasn't screwed on so straight. When they ran out of money he said, Hey, let's just go find some treasure. Let's follow down every treasure rumor we can <laughs> follow and you know, oh, that's brother. gonna make our fortune.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, also, whatever happened with that?
3: Well, they <laughs> did, they did find a, a wreck, and they had my brother and I dive down to it because at that point we were pretty good free divers. Um, oh, yeah. But, you know, we got down there, and there were a lot of more eels, and there really basically wasn't much to, uh, to get. So, he would find places, but then never really worked out. Um,
2: now, is that the book? And, you know, is, that, think, is that the book you're promoting? I just want to find out the book that we're talking about.
3: Um, well, the book, the, the book that I'm promoting, and the one I just finished, and and this is the schizophrenic part of the childhood. I've just talked to you about the goats and the turkeys and being, you know, living in the islands. Right. But to make matters even crazier, um, my dad went and joined a cult. So when my brother and I would go off and spend time with him, we were you know, living this very, very strange cult-like life. Mm -hmm. And so that's what this book is about. Um, It's called Absolute Cornelia, and it's a coming-of-age story, and it's really the story of a girl trying to make sense of a very bewildering set of circumstances between her mother's, you know, island life and her dad's living in a cult and, you know, sort of shuttling back and forth between the two of them.
2: And has that been published already, and it's like out on Amazon?
3: It just came out this week. It came out on Wednesday.
2: Absolutely, absolutely so, Cornelia. Uh, yep. Well, it sounds like you again. Uh, it's bewildering and confused, right?
3: <laughs> well, the, the, as a child I was, but one of the things I learned how to do was to pay attention because I never felt too safe, understandably. Right. So I became an observer and um, I have a pretty good memory. And so I just started taking notes early on in my life because my brother and I would talk about it and we'd say, you know, this is really not normal. You know, when we went back to the States, um, we didn't have television in the Bahamas, but when we'd go back to the States, we'd occasionally, you know, see a TV show and, you know, you'd see these. Families, the Brady Bunch, and you'd go, well, that's,
2: that's not the, normal mean, that's either.
3: That's the life we're leaving. Oh, no. well, wait a
2: minute, wait a minute. Like you were seven, <laughs> and he, you were seven, and he was nine. I mean. I mean, come on. Do you think that, like, family affair and father knows best and all those are normal? I don't think so. I mean, believe it to be. Those aren't, well, we those aren't
3: normal. It, it looked a lot more normal than what we were doing. So we figured maybe that's what normal was. You, <laughs> you know, were, we you didn't were, really know what normal
2: yeah, was. Yeah. As soon as Gilligan's Island came on, you were like, oh, yeah, that's us. <laughs> 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 right?
3: Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. All
2: right. So, oh, okay. Well, all of your books, the Talcott House. Now, let's get back to this one, too. Uh, that was your first novel that you wrote, right? Yes. Okay.
4: Um,
3: that was my first, first novel that got published. That's right. Yeah. Um, and that was, um, I had loved um, Gothic romances when I was growing up. And um, I moved back to Connecticut after I got divorced and, um, met a wonderful guy. Um, but he lived in a big, huge old house that was a bed and breakfast. And he had a housekeeper working for him who was, um, not the nicest of ladies. And when I moved in and got married to him, she basically tried to sabotage us and i started fantasizing about doing a rewrite of rebecca
2: right um, that you know, was with, that's he, the other he, thing, thing too house. yeah 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 i right. saw that okay and i don't i've never even read it i read like the first i don't know a couple of lines and i go oh i get this it all fits so it was like her like housekeeper, the housekeeper that the the other wife dies And then the new wife is younger and then says, you're no her and no, I don't know, Rebecca or whatever it was. And it was like, but I mean, okay, the story's over. I got to close the book. I don't need to do it again. But you love that book because it reflects your life, I guess. Right.
3: Well, it certainly did. I mean, in in, in the sense that, you know, this housekeeper was like determined to kind of, uh, you know, sabotage me with with my husband's daughters. And she would do things like listen you know, she'd put glass to the heating ducts in the house and, and listen to our conversations and then sort of report twisted versions back to people. So it was easy to turn it into kind of a, you know, I, you know, I changed everybody's characters and names. Right. I mean, the my, my husband's girls were like, which one's us? Which one's right, us? Right. Yeah. I said, which one's no, us? No. Ah, <laughs> They're really right. not you. Right. But, um. You know, I have a, because I've had such a um, bewildering life and an exciting life, it's, it, you know, novels come to me, um, but, you know, they are also loosely based on my life because, you know, I, what's not to write about? Like, yeah, it,
2: I I, to make, I'm not done. A, I'm it, not done with you yet. I mean, it's been 20 minutes. I mean, I don't know if you're okay with this. Um, uh, there's people that keep calling in and want to talk to you, but let's just keep going on this until I'm done until the end, and I'll take calls if you'll take them. I don't know. It's up to you.
3: Sure. I'd be happy to.
2: All right. So then you follow up novel She. I didn't really get into it because it's basically the same thing, but keeping, like, uh, keeps going like the second season of the Talcott House, right?
3: Well, it's the same set of characters, but, um, because I've traveled a lot and I really love traveling, um... I also, one of the things that my mom did well when we lived in the Bahamas that she had a she had a librarian sending books to her from Miami, and they'd come in on the mail boat, and she would read them, and they were always these very kind of exciting adventure stories. And she would, you know, cliffhangers. Yeah. So um, I wanted to write a cliffhanger. So I took the same set of characters that were in the Talcott House, but I put them in Morocco, and I had one of the kids get kidnapped. hmm so it's, um, you know, it becomes a, a quest story of them, you know, kind of the main character goes off into the mountains and tries to follow the people who've kidnapped her. So it's it's just, you know, it's, it's hopefully the kind of book that once you start reading it, you can't put it down.
2: And your, your, um, your book now that you are promoting is, keep going, tell me. I, well, I, I, I want to follow the, your lead.
3: That's not the one. That's sheet. The one I'm promoting now is the the coming of age book about, you know, going back and forth between the islands and a cult.
2: Okay. Um, so. And.
4: I know
3: it's a lot. It's a lot to make sense of. Right. It is. You, I mean, I that's why. Head-
2: didn't you say I got a headache reading all this? See, I, I mean, I don't know if you understand, but I mean, it is. It, it's. But it kind of comes together if you kind of read it all, and I get to know your personality, and I think I pretty much have it. Um, I mean, look, like we go. So we, is that, huh? Go I was
3: just say, is the headache gone? No, it's
2: gone. Look, it was not that bad. I was just teasing you a little bit. Um, yeah, of course. But the thing is, okay, we are glo- we glossed over a far place which hasn't been published yet, but you know, now that one that's supposedly going to come out right is it already done
3: it's it's already done and it's just kind of um you know the person who's published um absolute cornelia i think you know is waiting to see how absolute cornelia does and then you know we'll slot it in okay that's so, good you know
2: that's yeah. the one that's the one so, i'm gonna i'm gonna read that one and that's the one i want to see All right, okay but I'll, I'll i like i'll like uh do the cliff notes on the other ones is that okay because I'm not a reader. I don't know. I, don't, I can't read very well.
3: Well, you're a good talker, though. So that's, <laughs> that's pro- probably more important, right?
2: Yeah, I get bored. <laughs> I get bored with books. I don't know what it is. It's like I can read like a page or two, and then I get, uh, let's move on to the next thing. But, you know, I like, you're like a people watcher, and, you know, and like, you've tested the waters with, like, acting and stuff like that. Who is, like, the most famous? I don't even should even ask that either. That's a stupid question. The most famous person you ever met, but you know, I mean, <laughs>
3: who's the most famous person I ever met?
2: <laughs> I oh Lord. Who would you think? <laughs> right.
3: Oh, God, that's a good question. I never really thought of it that way. I mean, there were so many of them mm-hmm. um, back in, you know, in the days of Hollywood. I mean, all the movie directors, you know, um, Francis Ford Coppola, you know, Miles Forman as a as a writer Brooks, as a writer
2: it. as a writer right not a whore on taxi or something yeah I, okay so you no, were but not, no, as, not as I as, mean
3: a, you mean I wasn't acting in those those are just directors yeah and yeah years, yeah not that, not like not like the girl
2: know. not like the girl that gets killed in like two seconds and then she's gone you're not that no this is when you were a professional
3: <laughs> well this is when I was young and in Hollywood. So you'd go to parties and all the famous people would be there. Oh, okay. So, you know, I remember going into one party and, you know, going out into the hallway just because it was kind of an intense party and just like needing a breath of fresh air. And Robert De Niro is standing out in the hallway, kind of like going, oh, my God, I can't stand this. I got to get out of here. (laughs) <laughs> um, so, you know, you were running into, you'd go into another room and there'd be a bunch of people, you know, running in and out of the bathroom doing drugs and right. I, I'm not going to name, name more names because you don't want to name people and then mention drugs too. But there was just, there were a lot of famous people. At yeah. The I mean, I don't, I don't groups.
2: want to mention John Belushi, but let's get off of that.
3: Um, sorry. Yeah. No, come
2: on. That's like pub, that's public knowledge. I mean, everybody knows that stuff. And you know what?
3: And they, yeah. Everybody exactly. knows that. But these were in the days of Saturday Night Live, and you go to parties with those guys, and there were drugs everywhere. Right. It just, that's kind of the way things went those days.
2: The E! True Hollywood story of Lucretia Bingham. And there it is. Yeah. We're going to have it. And pork and beans, and a steamer trunk, <laughs> and a goat, and some turkeys. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And some barbed wire to keep them all. And some barbed wire to keep it all. Keep it all together. Them all,
2: together. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right.
2: Yeah. So, so now you're uh, you live in uh, the East Coast. Live on the East Coast.
3: I do. I um, we live in a big old shingle style house on the on Long Island Sound. Yeah. So last night there was a northeaster, and the whole house shakes when the uh, you know when the northeasters come. It's fun, and I'm glad to. Uh, I loved being in California for as long as I was there, but I was really glad to leave too. So you were. it goes both ways.
2: You're an East Coast person. I'm not. I'm not an East yep. Coast. i all right. Hey, let's take some calls that we got. Okay, now the calls can come in. If you guys are listening, okay. and I know they are, but we'll keep talking for a bit. So now, the other thing I want okay. to talk about. The first person to call, I'll put you on. Um, uh oh, here comes the one I think. Uh, okay, the the face of your new book, the far place. You look like you're, again, that's where it goes right back. You look like you're bewildered, depressed, and like like all of your pictures, like you look like uh, there's nothing. You're not smiling or anything. It's horrible.
3: (laughs) Well, I wasn't smiling too much back then. I was was trying to make sense of a very, very um, bizarre world, Um, you know the people that lived in that village that we lived in had, we were the first outsiders to live there in 200 years. And so, you know, if I would smiled or laughed too loud, they might've gotten totally spooked. They were, you know, not used to outsiders, let's put it that way. So it was for, I've gotten better at, um, Laughing and enjoying life, but when I was a kid, I was scared most of the time. You know, I was really not sure I was going to survive my childhood. So when you when you say I wasn't smiling, I wasn't. I was like looking around to see where the next uh, problem was going to come from.
2: Yeah, and that's why, and that's why you made the cover of your book that way. Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah. Um, but you know, it's it's nice to have some hindsight on it. And it's a wonderful thing to to look back on a story like that and try to make sense of it and and try to understand it because oh,
4: you know
2: I, I know I miss, time, I miss I missed something about you too I miss there's something else I missed uh, so what's this world traveler I mean you go everywhere around the world you have like a, a rich husband now
3: no actually what we do a lot of the time is we house swap we've been like doing eleven house swaps. Um, In the last couple of years, Um, we went to Bali last year. Mm -hmm. Um, People in Bali came here. We went to Bali. Um, I lead trips for um, an Echo travel group. And so I've been down to Peru five or six times in the last few years. And I love to trek. um, When we were there two years ago, we trekked up into a really high mountain valley that you have to go over like a walk over a 15,000 foot pass to get into it. When you get in there, there are no roads and there are people living there that are living like they were, you know, many hundreds of years ago. So I love having experiences like that. So I, I'll do whatever I can to figure out a way to travel. Either get somebody to pay for the trip or swap a house or, you know.
2: Right. Do you ever have anybody you work for that really annoys you?
3: I don't work for other people much. I've always been a freelancer because I really like um, kind of making my own hours and deciding when and what I want to do. I've never really liked punching in to, for somebody else's time clock. It just hasn't been my style ever.
2: Yeah, have you ever done radio? Like, I mean, like Zombie, he's in here, that he can hear it. They say they can hear it, and then I got this engineer... And he drops the ball, and then all of a sudden, nobody can hear it. And then he comes back again, and he screws up my audio. But at least I'm recording it, so we got all that. But then they—they they you're coming and going. I want—I don't want to, like, give away secrets, but it's like when you're, like, writing, like, for a newspaper. It's like you got people you have to work with, but you don't want to work with them, like Lou Grant. Remember the TV show Lou Grant? Yep. And then yeah, you've got these other jokers around you. They, they like, screw everything up you're trying to accomplish. I don't I know yeah well, you were in that world
3: too. I was actually the one that I found most intimidating in that world was Tina Brown when she was editor in chief of Vanity Fair. She really intimidated me yeah um we were yeah. we were not in sync
4: mm-hmm.
3: um so yeah, I mean you do have to you have to deal with personalities, whatever you know, even if you're freelance like i am you it, it you've always got to answer to somebody, somebody's got a um pay you to do what you want
2: to do right you're down and, and dirty. you're it. down and dirty like i am I maybe mean, it's like i like i just i don't know do you say what you think and don't care what other people think I, I, i'm like that
3: Yeah, most of the time
2: good 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 okay so you win all right well i don't know if i'm gonna get any callers now because these guys mike the engineer screwed it up i mean i could call them but Uh-oh. I'm not, i'm not gonna do that well <laughs> that's probably the interview unless you have anything else to talk
3: no, I don't have anything else to say, and I thank you very much for having me on your show. We did Same it quite. Time.
2: We did it quite a bit, like about like through, what forty minutes or so. Um, so go to Amazon, buy all the books. Uh, the new one which, yeah. with the new one, which kind of slips my mind because I can't. I mean, I've, it's it's not even on your website.
3: Well, you know what? i it only just came out on um, two days ago, and I hired somebody yesterday to come in and get my website up and working and somehow she dropped into the netherworld today oh. i've been calling her all day going why isn't it up and she's going it's not up yet
2: so all right you
3: that's, can was, get the book you can get all the books on amazon you've got my you've got you've got
2: exactly what i got mike the engineer who i tell him to do exactly. these things and it, nothing happens <laughs> that's what i was getting exactly. at. right okay so you got the talcott house go to go to amazon buy uh <laughs>
3: yeah the last, the last one's called absolute Cornelia, and that's the one that just came out and that's not up on the website yet so and then
2: the best herein- and the best book that's going to come out is a far place i can already tell i, can, I know that's going to be your <laughs> best book ever
3: oh thank you
2: all right well that's lucretia big about trevor's happy hour you're welcome anytime uh i'll send you a message here and there if, if you don't mind
3: No, I wouldn't mind at all. As I read, as I read, I'm
2: going to read some more of your stuff. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks, Lucretia. With that. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye. All right. There's. (laughs) And here comes Mike, the engineer. This is, this is exactly what I got. She says, I have this webmaster that doesn't know what they're doing. It's like, exactly. It's like, you tell them, but they don't know. Ah, yikes. (laughs) Calling anybody. Are you still there? Oh, the green light's on, zombie. Maybe you got your computer fixed. Now I can't add the call. I couldn't add the call because I didn't have any calls. See, this this is the mess. Mike, the engineer, is poking around while while I'm doing the interview, and screws everything up again. He doesn't know. He doesn't follow the show. He doesn't follow anything I say. He just like comes in like, "Hey, you asshole! Fuck you!" Blah blah blah. Oh, I didn't put it up. I forgot.
0: This is it. Is is that why you didn't answer when I called earlier?
2: No, because I was having a good conversation with her, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to mess it up.
0: Yeah, you started like 10 minutes ahead, too.
2: Because she called 10 minutes and I said, you know what? Fuck those guys. And then I'll just like, why don't you get on? You need to be ahead of the game, too. Why don't you get to work early? (laughs) The only thing you missed is the music. You didn't miss anything else. I'm sick and tired of all these people that I'm trying to do a show. I got a publicist that tells me I've got Lucretia, a new friend. As zombie says she writes romance novels. Those aren't romance novels, dude. It's about her life and all that. It, oh, yeah, because somebody falls in love with somebody else doesn't mean it's a romance novel. That could be like a horror movie. Like like Irving's life. Yeah. <laughs> and mine.
0: <laughs> yeah, my life in a horror movie, fucking A, about right.
2: I got married, it was a horror movie. Well, that's what she's saying. Her mom married this guy, and he, like, stuck her kids in a trunk and took her to the Bahamas. That that doesn't sound like a romance (laughs) novel.
4: I I
0: was laughing at that. (laughs) Take her in a trunk with a goat.
2: A goat? Some chickens and barbed wire? Let's let's sail to the Bahamas and look for gold. (laughs) Um, Tell me if that guy's screwed all right. I don't know. His head ain't screwed on right, man. See I think she had fun because I didn't like, I didn't do it as an I never do a normal interview. I didn't even know she it sounded like she had fun. I didn't even know that she worked like in Hollywood at the beginning on like old T V shows that were and she was like the the scatterbrain like horror on the street. I didn't know that, like on the streets of San Francisco for like two years. She had like one she had like one line and then like they shot her and killed her.
4: <laughs>
2: yeah. Interesting. Did I even know that's not even on our website?
0: I've I've done some stuff like that, or mm-hmm. barely had a line. I had like a one-word line. It was pretty much. Ah. <laughs>
2: right. Hey, do you think that interview was okay? I mean, I did. I did some some good uh, information. I got some good information.
0: Yeah, well, it went good.
2: Nah, Zombie's gonna say, "Oh, it sucked. It was a romance novel."
0: I don't know why. Uh, you told me that I had to research anything because you didn't have me on the show with her. But.
2: Dude, I don't have to research, man. I can just, like, I can, like, take one hour and just go. No, dip, 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 you dip,
0: told dip. me. Too, I.
2: I don't, like, I think I, I, got, I got, you got to hit the high points. I've done this long enough. They'll tell you the rest. I don't need to tell. That's what that, that's hey, what is that, that's what zombie.
4: What? Yeah.
2: There's a romance novel A zombie in his weed pipe That's a a romance novel They're
5: romance scary novels at the same
4: time (laughs) Yeah, I I
0: actually have read Rebecca And I've seen the movie Uh, There was also A book that was written around The same period of time as Rebecca Called Dragonwick Which was uh, kind of a, a Dark Brooding romance novel, as well. Very, very Rebecca similar was, to Rebecca.
5: Rebecca was like Gone with the Wind, right, with Betty Davis. Right. <clears throat> yeah.
0: Rebecca was an Alfred Hitchcock movie. I uh, made uh,
5: uh, the only one with the, the one with Betty Davis. Played the Southern Bell.
0: Oh, that's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Rebecca. <laughs>
4: Shit, no, no, that's my that's, sister's that's name.
2: That's my sister's name. I haven't seen her in eight years. Mm-hmm. I
0: Rebecca, Rebecca had named uh, Judith Anderson playing the creepy housekeeper Yeah, uh, who basically worshipped the lady of the house who had died whose name was Rebecca. Um, and uh, the, the uh, the, the husband of Rebecca disappears from the house. He doesn't come back for years and years. And when he does come back, he <clears throat> comes back married. You know, I'm thinking of Jezebel. I
2: apologize.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, Jezebel.
2: Right. Hey, is Kimberly on the line? No. Oh, she won't uh, come. I she she she, she called me like three times in the last three days. Yeah. Ooh, she did. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know what though? I still I, s- <laughs> I,
1: still,
2: I still I still I still can't figure her out. I don't know I don't I don't get her. I mean, I get nothing. I get I don't get it. I don't I don't understand what what is she, what is her like end game? I don't know if there is any.
5: You're fascinated with her.
2: I don't know what it is. It's like it's weird.
5: Dude. You tease me for being at, wrapped around her finger, my friend. You're the one that's no. you're the one that's wrapped around your finger.
2: I know. I only answered. Oh. I, only answered <laughs> I only answered. I only answered one of the three calls. I, uh. I answered one of the three. So that's it. Okay. I, I mean, I, I can't. I can't take. I can't take. I take. But again, she doesn't. Well, you didn't take it
5: to America concert, so I have to take it. She that said back.
2: she would have rather went with me, <clears> out <throat> of anybody on the show or anybody that other dude. She would have said she would rather went with me, but she didn't have the patience to wait for me to for me to do what I want to do. And that's exactly it. If you're a fucking, you don't, you're,
5: you you're don't not, have to lay on the couch, Trevor. Just just keep going.
2: I don't lay on a couch. <laughs> I lay on the floor with a blanket and a pillow. I don't. I don't even have a have a bed. Tell us
5: how, a little bit more how you're not obsessed with her.
2: I'm I'm doing this for stick, dude. <laughs>
0: yeah, me too.
2: I'm not crazy. Get <laughs> <can't> institutionalized.
0: <laughs> no, you're not crazy. You're just an idiot.
2: that <laughs> oh, I wanted was a shot of whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you see that? She, she's like drinking whiskey and prune juice. Ooh. Who? Kimberly. She, now, she says she knows she's old now because she buys a bottle of prune juice and mixes Jim Beam with it. <laughs>
5: Ugh, that's like drinking Tennessee. <laughs> she like, goes, that's
2: she what Tennessee
5: reminds me
2: of. D- ever
0: since hey, uh,
2: zombie.
5: Prunes or pl- plumes and, and alcohol.
4: Mm.
0: yeah, Or Mad Dog. Remember that shit? Logan oh, David. What's up? I'm sorry. I mean, whiskey whiskey hey, and prune juice. I mean, you're gonna wake up with the whiskey shits and the prune juice shits.
2: Mike, why are you over here like moving my mouse around? Because I'm fixing something. So relax. Hey, Mike. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, she said she has a lo- she has a lousy web person too. And I go, I know. She, go, but I, that's the reason I asked her that question because I, I just wanted to get under your skin again. Well, that's the
5: reason I could see that you only had two books. That was the only thing I could see
2: that's not true she had a career like as a freelance writer i but mean it didn't me mention break.
5: any of that it you know it did mention it but it didn't It said these two books that she was offering. Well, yeah was i it. know because she has yeah, a lousy, but she, has a lousy she has a lousy
2: web designer that's what that was where i was getting at because she did her new book that she's like trying to promote is not even on her website because i think
5: the story about working in holly hollywood in the 60s and 70s or 70s you know, would have been a better story would have not been a better, but more interesting to me.
2: I agree with you. I do agree with you, and like uh, Laurel Canyon and, and that era. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: That's the whole how the well,
2: not more whatever. not more interesting, but it would have been a good one to put no. out. Would have been a good one. To yeah, put not out.
5: more. Well, yeah, that's that's subjective mm-hmm. to me anyway. Yeah. I mean, the last time I looked at a book was a manual.
2: Oh, well, you're like I can't read. I I can't <laughs> read like a whole bunch. I just like I put it. I can't take anymore.
6: Yeah, did you take one of those cheesy speed reading classes or you know, <laughs> seminars or whatever?
5: Yeah, the F- we, F- had F- a, mm. we had them in school. Do you remember those? Yeah. Like yeah, no. like a slideshow, they go faster and faster, and I have little blue cards that you had to answer the questions, and they put up another slide, and this time they go like five letters, five words at a time.
2: Here, here, I'm trying to use my desktop, and like I got the mouse going around. Yeah, so chill. I'm trying yeah. to fix something. Well then don't bring shit up <laughs> if I can't touch anything. So don't I'll touch anything. I'll touch some, I'll touch, touch something else. Okay, hold on. Yeah, yourself. Uh, yeah,
0: touch yourself. Yeah,
2: okay. Um where's Who, who uh, did that song? Who did that song? Did I touch my cell. The vinyls. the vinyls. Yeah. Touch my cell. That's like that's Mike the engineer. Well Mike what am I supposed to talk about if I can't play? What? I'm, oh man, I can't even touch my mouse.
6: Just relax, <laughs> okay? Something, something happened to your freaking laptop. What happened? When you came that's a on? Bri- that's the bright you could still see your mouse. It was fine. It was fine when it came it was on. Boring. All right, Trevor, just relax, okay? Fucking shut up.
0: He, he can see it in the mirror.
6: Did it record? Legals. I don't know. I can't log into it. Something's wrong oh, okay. with your freaking software. I missed the first ten minutes. Well, good if
2: if you didn't log into it, that means you didn't ruin the interview. That's the best part.
6: No, I mean, you're you're someone could have hacked into your computer because I it changed the password.
2: But yeah, it wasn't streaming. Mm-hmm. Zombie, was it streaming? Could you hear the interview? Um,
0: yeah, I heard the whole thing.
2: Okay, I
5: I missed the first part, but but probably had problems.
2: All right. Well, well, I don't, well. If, if Irving yes. heard the whole thing, it was streaming then.
0: Did you start at six? Yeah, it was definitely streaming.
2: No, I started five, five. I started at like five fifty-five.
5: Oh, okay. Well, no, I I screwed up. I didn't catch you until like ten minutes ago.
2: So yeah, that's I why told I, you, I told you, I If you want to come to work with me, you better be ten minutes early, not ten minutes late. <laughs> that's the human resource in me.
5: I get but it. But you supposed to tell them the benefits before, you know?
2: Do you know what the benefits are, the zombie? <laughs>
6: <laughs> oh fuck! I could have got... Well, I can't compare with uh, you. You can't do what? thinking out loud. Um, yeah, something's wrong with your laptop. I can't remote into it.
2: Well, then that's okay. Can we just do the show and then uh, leave it this way for now? You're gonna have you're, to. You're gonna come over this weekend. You can mess with it, okay?
6: Yeah, Saturday sometime. All
2: right, tomorrow's Saturday. I'm doing my sale again tomorrow. I sold all. All I sold today are baseball cards and videos. I mean, you wouldn't believe it, Mike. Dude, I, this one Mexican dude came over and bought like $100 in videotapes, VHS, and DVDs. I go, whoa. I go, man, see, that's why I don't want to throw them in the garbage. I mean, there's still value to them, right? I don't know. But to some people, there is. The only problem with the VHS stuff and the box sets is that they sell them on Amazon, okay? But these these people, let's get into this. They do these, uh, and it, this isn't this is like something. If you haven't been doing what I'm doing, people go around on their phone, and they like they like snap barcodes and find out prices, off of my merchandise. Now, how does that work, Mike? They go, they put their phone up, and then they snap the barcode, and they go, "Oh, this is going from X amount of dollars to this amount of dollars on Amazon." So then, yeah. It, but it were, Well, that's what they're doing, and these people come in here, and I go, I just want a dollar a piece. Get the fuck out. I mean, they're going, well, I, they could, I could only sell that one for $2.98, and I go, well, that's nice, but it's like, this. I just want a dollar. I don't need all your fucking Amazon shit, dude. <laughs> and they keep snapping barcodes. How much does this go for on the internet? How much, they're trying to, like, start a business. Dude, that was my business 20 years ago when it was profitable. Now it's like bullshit. I'm selling to you,
6: you fucking loser, because you don't know what you're doing, right, Mike? You should. You should have a, a thing saying, um, "No cell phones allowed."
5: <laughs> cell phones Fuck yeah. allowed. I see how many
6: people like. A- a- you no know a-
5: Amazon free zone.
6: Amazon well, yeah, free d- zone. No cell- they can't look up prices or anything. They don't have a cell phone or con, you know. But you know, then, they, then they're out of business because
2: they look, I can look up,
6: I can know stuff off the top of my head
2: without needing a fucking phone and I know what it's worth. I mean, I look, I'm professional that way. I mean, but if you need to have Amazon, get out of the fucking business, man. I mean, that's no business. You have to look, you look at something, you go, no, that's a fucking deal. And you don't need a fucking phone to tell you if you know what you're doing. I agree. Yeah. Mike, you could see like an electronic piece of equipment. And you go, oh, shit. You know, that's worth a lot of money. I don't need to go to Amazon
6: to find out what it's worth. Right? Well, yeah. 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 Value and actual, you know, you also got to like physically look at it and see what, the, what it is. If it looks in good condition, I mean. Well, again, but
2: you <coughs> want but see, that's the other thing. These people, I always ask them, I go, oh, is this for you? Uh, well, truthfully, I want to resell it. And I go, fuck. I go, okay, it's a dollar. Now Now get the fuck, buy it, and sell it. But, I mean, look, when I have people that come over and go, oh, my sons, they were born in 1988. I'd like to buy all these 1988 cards. I go, perfect. Now you're my customer. They're all 1988. They're brand new. They're perfect. And then this old lady, this lady bought like $160 worth of baseball cards today for her son's. Who were born in 1988. Right? Better to buy them from me than Amazon. Fuck them. Right, Mike? You agree? Yeah. The whole world has become crazy. Uh, Trying to make money the way I used to 20 years ago.
6: Yeah, I agree. You got got these people that are like that. They'll just sit there and... They want to try to... They're all the same. They're all clones.
2: Yeah,
6: right. Exactly. Irving?
0: Alice Cooper. We're all clones.
2: They are. They're, they're, all the people on the internet now are clones. They're, they all try to do the same thing to make money. They're never going to make any money when they well, hook up with me. You know why? I did it twenty years ago when it was profitable. They ain't gonna. They're not going to make any money. Yeah. Because I know in my head how much you're not going to make. <clears throat> but I'll sell it to you. I'll let you fucking like burn with it, man. Like I'm burning with it. <laughs> I have no remorse. Right, zombie? I don't have I don't care about people's feelings. <laughs> no. Zombie. I don't care about anybody's feelings. Just take their fucking money and tell them to get the fuck out. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, man. I had a good I had a good week. I don't care if you care about me, but that's what the show is. It's my happy hour. I did like my interview. I'll let you guys go for a while. If you want to talk to each other.
6: I hate my class. Your you got, class? Got this guy who we have a kid that's like autistic or something, and he keeps like going in and out of the classroom, disrupting everyone, especially uh, me. This is
2: the one about hooking up electricity.
6: Yeah, it's the AC electronic class I get I'm learning the math. The math is the hard part. Mm-hmm. I'm hey, not looking for a passing grade or anything. I'm looking to understand it. <clears throat> what? I mean, you can't get a passing grade in it. The math is a freaking son of a bitch, man. I'm trying. I it's a, there was a prerequisite to take the class, and that was no algebra. I don't know algebra. I'm learning it as right now, but you know, I don't know what to do. You know any good math tutors?
2: That's why you, oh, I don't think you can like take a whole class of algebra in like a week or two. I don't know. You
6: know to, go, well, hey. I just need know specific formulas for the the the, the circuits.
2: Can't you just go online and, like, look them up?
6: I've worked on it a little bit. It's just, you know, I want to learn it the right way. Now is, this like,
2: is this like trying to be an electrician?
6: No, it's not trying to be an electrician. This is your, These are, the, it's, a, it's called AC theory, alternating current theory, mm-hmm. okay? And they have circuits, and they talk about components, like capacitors. And what does a capacitor do when it's hooked up to an inductor and, You know,
2: yeah, it's those goop balls that worked at Rockwell that came into Radio Shack and bought all my little 19 cent part and they (laughs) bought all my parts that are 19 cents and like a pack. And then I'd make like uh, no commission on nothing. All these fucking idiots. And they had and they had pocket protectors. Okay, that's the one. Those are those. That's what you're trying to be. A pocket protector goop ball with a fucking black glasses and a tie. Okay, I get you. Yeah, Go
0: on the piece of tape across the nose bridge to hold them That's it. The That's what Mike's class. That's
2: Mike's class right there. I know it. Well, <clears throat> oh, Mike, your uh,
6: diodes, your capacitors, your whatever. Yeah, but I just want to build. I want to build it. I don't. I mean, I you know, I learn hands-on. You give me the tools, and I'll learn it. You know. Just get one of those little radio kits and put it together. <clears throat> I've done that.
2: <clears throat> yeah.
6: It's not so, hard. Oh, I did I'm did. i chugging along with the class. It's not like I'm you know, but I'm not getting good, you know my last my last test score was like forty five out of hundred. Oh man. You have a do you have a soldering iron? <sighs> but again, they are all math problems I didn't, you know, it's like I can't I don't know this fucking math. This is insane. Yeah, I have a calculator.
2: No, I said a no, I said a soldering iron. Yeah, I have a soldering iron. I have
6: I have tools and <laughs> You know,
2: you're just not a math guy, I guess. I don't
6: know if it's math, I don't know what it is. All it's there's a lot of resources now on the internet which are great. There's a, a website called Math is Fun, but how, but come, how come you No, don't...
0: it's
2: not
6: fun? <laughs> I know it's the minute. That you tell me, Look, it's really not fun. I don't know why you keep you name this something else.
0: Fucking filthy how ass. Come, liars. How, come you
6: can, how come you can do like internet stuff but can't figure out math? I I taught myself how to do your website. You think I went to like a like a, a formal school? You know, I mean, I've taken, yeah, I've just,
2: you taught yeah. yourself how to get a job where you're at now.
6: No. Ditch.
2: Oh, I'm asking you. I mean, that's, that's a I good teach question. What, teach
6: myself. I mean, I didn't go to a formal four year college to, to, to learn what I did. learn what I do. So actually, and I've, ta- and I've talked to, I've talked to engineers in the industry and they're like, even my bosses, it's, it's hands-on experience you go out there and you learn it they can't teach us in a class yeah you can understand the theory and how it works but it's like i'm like when am i ever going to use math in my freaking job and everything we do is with tools it's like here take this apart or put that there you know
2: But what about the people that do math and they don't know how to use a tool exactly
6: so i I gotta find a
1: balance
6: i'm i'm I, I'm like what I'm learning. I mean, I, I can't I'm not going to say the class is a complete waste of time because I've walked out so far with a, a better understanding of how things are working. It's just the, it's the math that I got to figure out. And then
2: you're mad because that autistic guy has knows how to do math, oh, it's, knows, it's, knows how to do math better than
6: you. Well, not that it's like we're, we're you know, we're going over the, the answers of the test. And I can't, I can't, and assholes and there's people in the class are fucking talking while the guy's trying to explain the, the the math problems. And it's like, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to listen, you know? And I got this fucking retarded kid who runs in and out of the class. I swear to God, I want to say something. And like, but I, you know, I don't, I don't want to get in trouble. Oh, yeah, we, got a,
2: we got another caller that wants to talk about your problems. Who is it?
1: Hey, it's Brett. Uh, I do got <laughs> something. Fun. Hey Brett. Hey guys. Um. Uh, like I'm pretty good at math, but for a reference thing, uh, if you go like the, the FedEx Kinko store or Staples, they got but Staples, they got these, I, not cheat sheets, but their guides. They break it down to simple stuff. They do math, they do English, they do first aid, and it's like 10 bucks. It's laminated. So you can go there and get like this, it's multifolded, three-part. I don't say cheat sheet, but it's a reference sheet that goes over all the math. And it might help you out. I have one for math myself.
6: I'll check it out.
1: Just, one, just one, I'm pretty sure it's at Staples. But they got, like, first aid, uh, like, Spanish, algebra, and all this stuff. So for 10 bucks, it might help you out. That's all I got. You oh, think... I got one thing for Trevor. Yeah, go ahead. I, okay, remember the, the dead Asian girl, the uh, the Filipino girl? Yeah. Sometimes I take her down to this gun store in South Sac, and next door is the uh, Little Caesars Pizza. Mm-hmm. And so she'd go next door when I'm in the gun store, and she'd get those wings with the garlic Parmesan sauce on it, they're right. so good. I got them today. I went there today. So the Little Caesars garlic sauce wings are off the hook. Just let you
2: know. Oh, I got a Little Caesars next to TJ's. I mean, we all go over there tonight and pick some up.
1: Yeah, they like it's like real saucy and stuff, but
2: they're they're good, man. I know Little Caesars put good stuff out. I barbecued today. I barbecued chicken, uh, like giant chicken breasts with Mex. They're like all marinated by Mexican like shit. I don't know, but they they taste excellent. Oh, they're pre-marinated. Pre-marinated, they're like they're like Mexican like uh, marinated. Remember those places we went to, Mike, oh. over at Santa Ana? Yeah, and you just throw them on the grill, and then yeah, there's like they're huge. They're like giant chickens.
1: Did it come out really
2: good? Yeah, I ate one, and I was like, that's about all I can eat, one. Oh, man, I bet
1: I love Mexican chicken.
2: Yeah. Damn. Get that out it. all right.
1: Uh, so, okay, your I... story beats mine. Your story beats mine. Hey, what would you
2: think? No, there is no story. What do you think about uh, my, my interview? You said I was terrible?
1: No, I only, you know what? I came on like 15 minutes into it, so I mm. only caught most of it. Mm. I don't even know who she is. But I found the interview pretty interesting. I didn't, know, I didn't know who she was or what she was talking about, but it still sounded good. I'm like,
2: okay, I'm interested. Okay, that's good. So Michael will like cut it and put it up. I'll put her, give, send her a picture. Send, uh, send her who a, was it? Her name is LaCresia Bingham. She wrote a book, which I can't remember. But oh, okay.
0: Talcott House and uh, She.
2: No, no, I know those. Yeah, the Talcott and, House and... and
0: uh, uh, a far place. A
2: far place is coming out, but there's one in the middle that's not on our website. I never even knew about it.
0: Uh uh Court Cornelia something.
1: Yeah, Cornelia. Oh hey, Trevor, before I forget, in a couple months we're gonna have, we're gonna have a end of restraining order party. We're gonna have a party on, on the show. You think he's gonna
2: a order at... Oh wait, a do you think he's gonna renew it? No. You don't think so? He's not gonna I... like go to court to renew it? I don't think he has any grounds. Interesting if he does. Any excuse to
1: have a party. Well,
2: I mean it's December second, right?
1: Yeah, dude, that's <sighs> what I, am. I, don't, I don't. I can know. talk.
2: I can talk <laughs> about that. I can talk about well, that. That's just like court court records. Yeah, I can talk about that. But yeah, like December second. You know who I'm going to call on December second? Wally Wharton. I'm going to call Wally Wharton. <laughs> that's who I'm going to call. That's I want. I want to rub this motherfucker in her face, right, Zombie? Yeah. And fucking hey, and fucking Barry Manilow, those two fucks. And Just I'm gonna read. You and you know what I'm gonna do, Zombie? I'm gonna read back the emails they sent me in 2016 right to their fucking faces, and like I'm gonna make them feel like squirm, like my little rob rats, like you guys are lab rats, right, Zombie? I'll tell you zombie right lab. It. Zombies here. here. Oh
5: yeah.
2: And I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell like Wally Warden I took a shit in her bed that she had sex with
5: (laughs) Well that's what you got pissed off about. (laughs)
2: Whatever. Whatever. I don't know. I mean that was just the bad that was bad. All right. So oh yeah, I got one more question for Brett. Hey Brett, I got a question for you.
1: Okay. Go ahead,
2: sir. Have you been following Dave Learman's life now?
1: Yeah, I, I Following all that stuff he puts out, and it's kind of, but it's funny you mentioned this. I think about you every time I see that, but I'm thinking, like, I just think it's, I don't trust, you know, it's, it's what it is. It's worth its salt, you know? It's like, I don't know what, it's just all talk, you know? I think, I don't know, I don't believe anything, you
2: know? No, I, I just wondered, I mean, I mean, it's like as soon as his mom died, he, like, turned into, like, a pumpkin, and I don't know, there's something fucking happened to him.
1: He's talking about marrying this... He wanted to marry this Australian girl or something. And we're like, no, dude, don't get married. He's like, okay, I won't. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I it's know all, it's all show and sick, but I'm like, uh, you know, whatever.
2: He can't be happy. I mean, I can't see him being happy. I mean, it's like... He just, like, gives up on all the people that were around him because his mom died and gave him whatever money she gave him. I mean, but he just abandons all of his friends because... They all knew that he was full of shit from the beginning, you know. And now, now, you know, I don't know, dude. There's something about him that so, makes no sense.
1: Sometimes I think he has to make up all this stuff just to fill the voids. Like he has these voids here; he doesn't have this anymore. He doesn't have this anymore. So if I make up this stuff, it'll fill the hole. I don't. Know, I mean, I don't
2: know. look, look. I can't You're believe. Probably right
0: about that, Brett.
2: I can't believe. Yeah. That I, that he has Polaroid photos from the nineteen eighties of all these like famous people. I've never seen one. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like, oh man, yes, he's not
5: he's not relevant anymore.
2: Well, that's the thing. Those yeah. are the same fucking photos I've seen for the last twenty years. Yeah,
5: it's not. He's not relevant anymore, I and mean, he was relevant for a very very short time. Now
2: I did a, a show tonight with Lucretia Bingham. Never met her, right? He
5: was with Sam Kin- on stage with Sam Kinison.
2: So what? Yeah, it's you know, over.
5: Has- Whoopee. It's yeah,
2: over.
0: That's, that's it.
1: <laughs> one
0: claim to fame. That's it. He
1: has one partner and they got him into the Jerry's Telephone, all the yeah. other celebrities and then had yeah, over with. He, but then, he wasn't one of Jerry's
5: kids.
2: But zombie, <laughs> zombie, let me ask you guys this question. This is a, This is a serious question with me. Why, <laughs> if he has all this talent, why doesn't he make himself relevant again? He's trying to. He would, no, he's know. not. He's, he keeps going back to that
1: bullshit. Well, I don't think I don't think it's gonna happen for him. Right?
5: It's just yeah. that go not, not trying to be mean either. Be
1: yeah. mean. I don't want to be mean. That's just, not mean. You know, it's
2: it's like it's like not mean. It's like reality.
5: Uh, if they have a Sam Kinison, uh, eighties shock rock. Guinness if they have an eighties shock rock radio cruise, I'm sure. You know, be that, has tough, to, that has draw. nothing. to do with right.
2: today. Like he needs to knock off this old Sam Kinnison crap and stuff. He needs to stop well,
3: it. You should team up with the else.
6: poor man. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's uh,
3: got
1: yeah. nothing else. Trevor, I think he just all. He's Dude, but, wait a minute, create, hey, you guys,
2: like, hold on a second. Create something else if you're so if you're so great, man. Like I I, team, I, team up my the the man. man. My show no, is a stars, piece of though. shit. My show's a piece of shit. But at least I tried and did something new. I didn't, I didn't like just like live with, you know, all my other shit. I don't think he knows how to, Trevor. I just, all
1: he knows is this one thing. He doesn't know how to do anything else, I
2: guess. I got, I got an engineer that can't do math problems. I mean, well, that's great. I, I don't have a problem with it, but it's just, but I'm just kidding with you, Mike. You know, I'm messing with you half the time. But the you. thing is, uh, and <laughs> we have Frankie McDonald on the show. <laughs> Sorry. This is, this is my sense of humor. My mom, you know what she told me today? Oh. Hey, Brett. My mom told me today she goes, "Yes, your, your sense of humor makes me so mad." And I go,
1: <laughs>
2: I go, "Good. You know what? I learned it because I had to live had you raised me and I couldn't stand you." And it was like she's like, "Ah." <laughs> oh my
6: gosh. She
2: goes, "I'm going to go, hang up on you." I got she goes, "I'm going to hang up on you." I said, I dare you. I double dog dare you, Brad. <laughs> yeah. and she's like, going, I'm going to do it. I go, no, you won't. And then she's like, I kept picking her picking." She goes, and then she finally, after about 20 minutes, goes, click. And I said, good. All right. <laughs> All right. I think that drives her. Like, there's certain people that like to be picked on.
1: You know, and I maybe think she so. just likes interacting. She likes interacting with you. She just needs a, a find a, a form, a channel, or subject to, to tag you with.
2: You know. She should have thought about that when I was two years old. <laughs> like,
1: oh, hey, Trevor! You're um, the new city of Placentia fire department is going to come on in July. They're going to start hiring people. Mm-hmm. You get a whole new fire department for you, where you I, I don't know if you're even in Placentia anymore.
2: I'm sitting in Placentia right now, <coughs> and as, as Mike the engineer will tell you. I ain't too... I, I'm, <laughs> Maybe you should stop buying well, fl- I'll some money. Will, Hey, Mike the Engineer will tell you, I ain't too far away from Placentia. I do I just You basically go across the street, and I'm still uh, here. All yeah.
1: right, oh, that's,
2: that's cool. I'm here. So, and, I mean, that's where the borders okay. all cross. Right, Mike? Yep. But just don't give away my address.
1: No. Well... Hey Mike, we need I to still do pioneer chicken. People are talking about pioneer chicken online.
2: I don't know, Mike. Don't. Uh, I took the cot. I sold one of the cots. Oh, that's cool. I took the other one to the shop.
0: Oh, Trevor, I'm
1: gonna run. I'll catch you guys later. Mike, check out that yeah. study guide. Check it out.
0: Hey, Brett. Thanks for calling. Uh, yeah. Have a good night. All right, goodbye, Brett.
1: Thanks. You too. Later, bye.
2: Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Another person. So I think there's a music break coming here. Uh, Girl, zombie wants play, to go... Is that play Ast- we're all
0: clones.
2: Are the Astros coming back or it's going to be tied and go to the, the final game? Tied. Is
6: this game six?
2: No, this is game... Wait a minute. Is it three to one or three to
6: two? Yeah, I don't have to check. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: zombie... I think you're sick. You've been smoking way too much, dude. I know. It's
5: apes. No,
6: it's because
2: you got so secu- you got zombie security, and then you got all this money to keep smoking.
6: Hey, is it is it pubic hair? Huh? Is it pubic hair?
5: No, it's uh this one. Oh, this one is pubic hair. Oh,
6: way to go! <laughs> 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 I don't know.
5: I gotta go get something to eat soon. I'm hungry. I do have any beer.
0: I'm almost uh, out of whiskey.
2: Hey, can we do some Smash Mouth?
0: Yeah. I was hoping you'd play <laughs> the Raw Clones.
2: No, do you like Smash
0: Mouth?
2: Yeah. Walking down, the,
5: walking down the sun? Nah, here you go. Down.
1: Hey, I'm trying to read
4: this.
2: Okay. This is Mike the engineer of beer goggles. he like fuck anyone. Anyone. Hey, well, fuck me. I want someone. Drunk one, fun one. That down with, out <laughs> Man, that's a song from Mike the Engineer. Anything.
0: God, I feel like getting my skateboard out and putting my hat on sideways <laughs> I'll now.
2: I'll fuck anyone. Drunk <laughs> ones, fun ones. Give me some <laughs> fat ones. I'll fuck anyone, Mike.
6: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, really? What do you mean, what? What? We had a thing called Spirit Day and it's anti bullying mm-hmm. I guess campaign. I don't know who in the fuck put this on, but our like coworkers participated in it and they took a picture and put it on like Instagram or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, what the fuck is this? This is so fucking weird. It, it's MLB Spirit Day, so everyone in baseball is trying to, to stop bullying. Hmm. Oh, we ought to man. go down
0: there and kick their fucking asses. Oh, I, 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 I,
6: yeah! It's just like <laughs> <laughs> it's like a target. Anyone's got to decide, I want to go bully. Yeah, but okay. So well, let's get back to something too.
1: Stop bullying! They still didn't it's do the. Uh, they still
2: didn't do a press conference with uh, Joe Madden, did they? Nope. Are they gonna do one or no? How about yeah. John? Henry? All right, well no,
0: the best way to stop bullying is walk up to the bully and fucking crack him upside the fucking head real good. Drop his ass like a fucking bad habit.
2: I know. Yeah. Best
0: way to fucking stop it.
2: Nobody's ever bullied me. No, no, Me I've
0: neither. I was I was usually taller than, than no, no, uh, is,
2: I'm like the far I'm the marshmallow mind. man, but nobody ever bullied me. They're always my friend. I mean, they'd always like stand up for me. Well, I think maybe it has to do with my my uh, my personality. I guess I mean, I'd help them, and they help me.
0: It, it's the it's your bubbly nature.
2: Bubbly, bu- bubbly bully, dude! No, there's no oh. bubbly bullies.
0: <laughs> the bubbly, the bubbly bougie boy. Anyways,
2: I want to get into something too. <laughs> Nobody bullies the bougie bu- boy. <laughs> Nobody bullies the bougie boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mike's easy to Mike. Mike's easy to bubbly bougie. And bubble it <laughs> up and beat up and everything. You know, Mike. Well, because Mike gets irritated, but I don't. I don't. I go, hey, look, go ahead, hit me. I don't have problems. Like, let's let's play around. And he'll go, you're gonna kick my ass. I go, sure, hit me. So and then they don't yeah, because it, it, they, once you could, is, once you get so dude, simple. once you confront them like that, and then they go, I don't want to hit you. I go, see, <sighs> I told you, you didn't want to hit me in the first place. You just wanted like. Push your fucking like bubbly bull bull balls around. I don't know your testosterone mm-hmm. bullshit. I think most guys that are like that, they need some luck, one like me to bring them down. <sighs>
0: hmm
2: mm-hmm.
0: Bring them down, slap them around.
2: Teach them, you know, teach them how to be like you know. You don't need to be that way. You don't need to hurt people. There's some football players that like are mean football players. When they're off, when they're off the football field, they're fucking like teddy bears. They're, they're, they're like nicest guy in the world.
0: Oh yeah, like the refrigerator.
2: Lyle La- La- Alzado was a guy too. Yeah, Alzado La- La- was one. <clears throat> he was Italian. Yeah, he did too many uh, steroids, though.
0: Rosie Greer, there's another one.
2: Nice guy. But he was a mean uh, Merlin Olsen another nice guy. Uh, On the uh, the football field, he was a mean motherfucker. Mean Joe Green, dude. Mean Joe Green, he was a mean motherfucker on the football field. But now he's like a little pussy on the pussy cat on the side. But once you give somebody the name mean, you know what? It sticks.
5: Right. You like little boys, who like taking off his clothes to little boys and
2: throwing
5: dirty clothes at him.
2: Hey, kid, catch. Thanks, Mr. Green. Thanks, Joe. Thanks Joe.
0: You can hold my jockstrap for me. No, it was a it was
2: face. a it was a Coca-Cola. Yeah. A jock strap. Wow. Oh I hurt.
0: Oh that was that that was fucking hilarious. Trump says, Yeah, Adam Schiff isn't fit to hold my jock strap. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh my God! So Mike, Mike the engineer, we haven't gotten to my question for you again. As I uh, have, you, have, you been to work this week? I can't, I can't hear oh, you. Yeah, f-
6: no, it's going to be next Thursday.
2: I can't, I can't hear you because zombies. I've been hello caught, zombie. Well, oh yeah, it's all show. that pubic hair. Zombies? No, ate talk <laughs> taco it went down sideways.
6: Was
0: it pink? No, I can it see it sticking out the sides of your neck. one's the Christy shell. Wait, wait,
2: wait, wait. Okay, but hold on. Can I can I actually have a conversation without coughing?
6: No, I could. Yeah, Tommy's supposed to mute. He doesn't and no one's here to give me a high either. Can't you mute?
5: <laughs> can you come over and give me the high baby?
2: My engineer my engineer's
6: supposed to mute the calls. I can't get in your laptop. Your laptop's like... Right,
2: no, that's fine. Well, you'll come over tomorrow, and you'll fix it. Okay, so the other thing I, asked, I have to ask you, this is like, we got, This might be the end of the interview. This might just no, be No,
0: that it. looks really weird with zombie coughing, and there's no
4: sound.
2: Yeah. <laughs> wow. It Since it's Friday night, I mean, about an hour and a half is good, and I got my interview in, so I'm cool. I want to ask Mike the last thing. So, Okay. Are the Angels scrambling because their whole team's on Oxycontin and everything else by the, and the, and the president? No, no. I'm not, know not, hold on a second. And then uh, the, the guy who's feeding it to him <coughs> is, the, is the PR dude for the Angels, Tim Meade's uh, underling. Isn't that great? Right, Mike? I think um, he's, I think he's no, I'm, I'm good, serious. I mean, what is, what is like, the, uh, the I don't know, the fever? What, what's going on around
6: there? I mean, isn't that crazy?
2: That's
6: the first I, th- I think thing he got – well, we had a meeting, emergency meeting, I guess. I wouldn't say, mer- but they had a meeting to discuss that, exactly.
2: hmm Well, that and was... All they,
6: all they stated is that we do not give our employees drugs.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> what?
6: Yeah. Wow. Like, well, you know, even, like, the players, they can't, like, the team doctor can't just hand them out drugs. They have to oh. get a prescription from their actual, actual doctor. Right. Well, Wait a minute, but they did. It happened. Well,
2: <laughs> well same way, you get cocaine. Come on. Yeah. I
6: yeah, think but...
0: that's Mike's point is that it wasn't supposed to happen.
5: Of course not. But uh, you, you couldn't tell me this guy hidden this that long and nobody knows he had a, a taking problem with taking downers and alcohol.
2: Oh, no. Now they're naming names of other players on the Angels that have been getting them on the side, yeah. too. You
5: hmm. know, that's to that's what the price of pain. Playing 162 fucking games and having to play,
6: play in pain. Yeah, so. You know, what do you getting
0: expecting? Your, yeah. Getting your ass smashed what? every time you walk out there.
2: What? what? Yeah. Why, it, am, why that, am I asking this question?
0: I mean, by oh. the time those guys are fucking 40, they don't have any fucking knees left i talking uh, about
2: like baseball. these fucking kids. Oh. You, these, these, are, these are fucking kids that I was in rehab with, dude. They were like eighteen to twenty-five. I mean, these are my rehab yeah. kids. And they're playing baseball for millions of dollars. They got lucky. But now yeah, they're I doing the same they, rehab shit yeah. that I was in with them. <laughs> <Yep. coughs> so what are the, what's the op what, okay, you think Joe Maddon can fix it?
6: No, no, you know it's not going to change. You're giving these kids access to millions and millions of dollars. You don't think they're they're not going to party? You think they're going to like live like I don't know, other healthy teams lifestyles. Are, and other
2: teams' drop. players aren't like dropping off like flies. Well,
6: maybe I'm sure Angels are not the only team in the MLB that have have, have had problems like this.
0: You no, know, of course not. Nah, it's across no, the board. No, but,
2: but this is getting dirty when they're naming other names on the Angels. Yeah. Now they've named five other dudes now. I mean, there's okay, there's like a quarter of the team.
6: Well, what names? Like who? Oh, really? You don't know? I really, I really don't know.
2: No,
0: they. Are. Another
6: guy, er- Eric, the um, you know, PR guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's already in uh, rehab for
2: that Oxycontin and shit. <laughs> Right? You got? Did uh, he get? Did they fire him yet? No.
0: Trevor, so, Trevor, there's what? oxycontin. Whatever. I don't care. C O N T I N. Yeah. Okay.
2: Oxycontin. Yeah. Rush Limbaugh got hooked on that shit too. But I don't do that stuff, so I don't wouldn't know how to pronounce it. I a... do pills. No, no, no. But there's five other he players. Was, he was snorting it. He uh, was grinding him up. Yeah. Who, Who, Rush. Rush. Rush Limbaugh.
5: No. No. And Ryan. Uh, Ryan.
0: Oh. He's snorting fucking oxycontin.
5: Yeah, he was caught. He was seen grinding it up and snorting it.
0: What a fucking idiot! Jeez
5: what hits a It hits you quicker. He's going to do it. He can't. You know, he can't judge when he's going to go go play or on. So you whip that stuff up and go hit the the bullpen. <laughs> you know? it's going to hit you quicker.
4: Uh,
0: well, and, yeah, hey, wait, hold on. it's That's not hey. designed to go in your sinuses, it's just designed to go in your stomach, you know, I, I wonder what the damage is, putting that oh. shit in your sinuses. Uh, we, used to, we used
5: to cut up whites, we used to do the same thing with whites, we used to cut them up and snow them.
0: Oh, yeah, fucking talk about burn. <laughs> oh, I did yeah. that once, man, fucking smashed up a fucking crosstop. fucking nosed it up. Never again, it felt like my eye jumped out of my fucking skull and was dangling on my fucking cheek. Yeah, it's a move.
2: I'm trying to, <laughs> hey Mike the engineer, I'm trying to find the names for the people that are like uh, being hey, named yeah. on the angels. Uh, <laughs> come
6: on ducks.
2: Yes.
5: Hey, so we're going to at seven thirty because i I do gotta I gotta run to get some yeah seven thirty uh, okay.
2: okay I want to get that in. I think Lucretia sent me a message. Let me find out if she says she liked it or not. I don't know. We'll find out.
5: Sounded fun. Ugh.
2: The other players. Uh, the Angels finally have their man, Joe Madden. They had him like for thirty fucking years, but Social was in his way.
6: I mean, he was also a player too. Come on.
2: He wasn't. A, he never made the Angels. Yeah, he he, he was a minor. He was a
6: minor league. Sure, leaguer. he was, a minor, yeah, he was le- a minor. No, he was a minor league. He never
2: could make the big team. Hmm. Oh, he was too busy doing oxycontin,
0: <laughs> cocaine, Conton, no,
2: God, Trevor.
5: okay. Fuck. I always thought it was oxycontin, Shut up, Mike. Conton,
0: C O N T I N. Yeah,
6: P-O's. And we're not. The stadium's not going anywhere until after 12, 20, 30, so.
0: There's wow. also something called oxycodone, which is a hell of a lot safer. Uh, and uh, it's real good for pain. It's equally good as good for pain, but it's safer. Oh, oxycontin yeah, yeah. is highly addictive, and it's actually rather dangerous.
2: Yeah, here's just a rumor about the people that are doing oxycodone. What's it called? Oxycodone?
0: Oxycontin okay. Content? There's okay. Oxycontin and oxycodone. Like constipated?
2: Oxy- like, Oxy- oh, like Like constipated. Okay. Okay. Cotex. Okay. Here's here's the here's the people. Okay. Oh my God! I can't believe it. I don't even want to read the list.
6: It's a firey really fucking team. Is this MLB or is this just the Angels?
2: It's <laughs> on some Angels network. Some like <clears throat> Halo Halo network. <laughs> Number proxy
0: uh, content is used as a substitute for heroin I'll
2: give you the top three people. The, 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 I didn't write. I didn't write this. This is like a rumor. And we don't have no proof of this. Are you, okay, so they, nobody can sue me for it. I'm just reading. It. I'm reading. It. Okay. I'll,
0: I'll sue you, Trevor, just to make you feel
2: better. Shut up, zombie. All right. You guys want the list?
6: Yeah, sure. Well, we're
4: waiting
0: on baited breath.
2: All right. Number one, Terry Smith.
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> number two, Artie Marino. Uh
6: huh. Yeah.
2: And number three, the groundskeeper. I don't have his name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good. I won't give any players' names away.
0: The groundskeeper's probably their dealer. The
2: groundskeeper's growing all this shit out in the, uh, the bullfin.
6: <laughs> oh, I didn't want to say anything, but we, we were growing pot out at the transmitter site. So <laughs> we're it out there sneak sneaking in. <laughs> I got a whole. are
2: growing out there at the transmitter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> But again, I have no proof. That was just written on some page on the internet. Uh huh. <laughs> All right, we nah, did it. We did it. Okay, Mike, you gonna see you tomorrow at
6: Yeah, I think so. All
2: right, you want to <laughs> use my shower? You can. You wouldn't need to. You know, you didn't see uh, when you see this house, you're gonna go, dude. Look at look. At, it's like there's like little, little, little stuff left. I mean, it's like well, it's. Well, you know, I sold like. I shouldn't tell you how much, but I I, I I don't know. I mean, I'm scared. Like, when I go to sleep at night and I go, shit, nobody's going to show up. I get three customers and I go, what the fuck just happened? I mean, I I, I swear to God, I don't know what people are going to buy.
0: Oh, is that Monday? That's a day. Columbus Day, when you got nobody?
2: There's one day I got like one person to pay like, I don't know, $15. The last three days. I mean, do you guys? I think you you were telling me that was
0: Monday, Columbus Day.
2: I mean, I'm not trying to brag. I'm just saying it's weird. Like one day you get like fifteen dollars, the next day you get like twenty five dollars, and then boom, 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 you get these massive days, and it's like, but it's you just got to keep advertising because if you don't, and you get scared, and you ain't gonna do it. So okay, so today, Mike. Uh huh. 285 today, okay. Okay, yesterday I got 154, and the day before that I got 400. Three days that was like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Monday, and Tuesday, 20 like 35 bucks. So, I don't know if that helps anybody, but I'll just say, you know what, if you're going to try to, like, liquidate, you got to keep doing it and don't get afraid. Because if, if you do, you're you're shooting yourself in the foot because not everybody can show up on the same day. And you might have a day that you didn't advertise and it'll, you just don't know it.
0: Well, your biggest days for, like, garage sales, yard sales, it's going to be, like, Saturday and Sunday because that's I've when had, most people I've are had off Monday,
2: work. Dude, I've had Mondays that are, like, three or $400. I mean, it, you just don't know. Mm-hmm. And if you don't keep doing it, you're never gonna do it. You don't. You're not gonna get rid of it. You got to take the good and the bad. Like I have, like the listeners on the show. You know, All right? Keep advertising, and Mike the engineer learn. Keep learning your math, and we can like add it up. Mike, we can add up the money at the end. Keep, if you got to learn math, though.
6: Okay, shut <laughs> up, <Mike>. jackass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> got to learn math. Fuck <laughs> <Mike>, to <laughs> learn math. Sounds like Sesame
2: Sesame Street. (laughs) Be calm. Go
5: forth and multiply, my son.
2: (laughs) Hey, Mike, that's what I'm going to close with, all right?
6: Uh
2: Oh. Why not? No, 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 here's a better one. We'll we'll close with uh, Tom Lehrer. Okay. Okay. You know
5: what I'm going to play. I'll see you guys.
6: Later days.
2: When, when hey no, 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 hey, don't leave yet. Let's do the okay. song and we'll be out. Here you go.
0: Okay. Oh hey guys, real quick. Uh, uh, apparently the the uh, uh, cleaning people for the fire are gonna start sometime next week, so I'm not sure how that's gonna affect anything yet. At some point it's gonna affect me and I'm not gonna be able to get online. I think Friday uh, we're
2: gonna be I think yes. Friday we're probably gonna be busy, so, so what days can't you come online?
0: I don't know, yet. Well, I don't just know you yet. Give
2: me an idea. I'll tell Kimberly to call. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, tell me. I need to know. Inquiry minds need to know. Yeah. All right. <laughs> goodbye. This is like, so, it's perfect. It's five yeah, minutes.
5: Goodbye we see each other
2: again. Yeah. Uh, talk. To, what, 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 what did like uh, you say? <laughs> Bye for now. <laughs>
5: I'm doing, but I'm doing pretty good
7: right now. Some of you who have small children may have perhaps good been night. put in the embarrassing position night, of being unable to do your child's arithmetic homework because of the current revolution in mathematics teaching known as the new math. So as a public service here tonight, I thought I would offer a brief lesson in the new math tonight. We're going to cover subtraction. This is the first room I've worked for a while It didn't have a blackboard, so we will have to make do with more primitive visual aids, as they say in the ad biz. <laughs> Consider the following subtraction problem, Try will put up here, 342 minus 173. Now, remember how we used to do that. Three from two is nine, carry the one. And if you're under 35 or went to a private school, you say seven from three is six. But if you're over 35 and went to a public school, you say eight from four is six. And, carry the one, so we have 169. But in the new approach, as you know, the important thing is to understand what you're doing rather than to get the right answer. God, ain't that the Here's how they do it now. You can't take 3 from 2, 2 is less than 3, so you look at the 4 in the tens place. Now that's really 4 tens, so you make it 3 tens, regroup, and you change the tens to 10 ones, and you add them to the 2 and get 12, and you take away 3, that's 9, is that clear? Instead of four in the tens place, you've got three because you added one, that is to say ten, to the two, but you can't take seven from three, so you look in the hundreds place. From the three, you then use one to make ten ones, and you know why four plus minus one plus ten is fourteen minus one, because addition is commutative, right, and so you got got tens and you take away seven, and that leaves five. Well, six, actually, but... <laughs> the idea is the important thing. Go back to the hundreds place you're left with two and you take away one from two and that leaves everybody get one <laughs> not bad for the first day hooray for new math new math it won't do you a bit of good to read review math it's so simple so very simple that only a child can do it now that actually is not the answer that i had in mind because the book that I got this problem out of wants you to do it in base eight. But don't panic. Base eight is just like base 10, really. If you're missing two fingers. Shall we have a go at it? Hang on. You can't take three from two, two is less than three, so you look at the four in the eighths place. Now, that's really four eights, so you make it eighths. regroup, and you change an eight to eight ones, and you add to the two, and you get one two base eight, which is 10 base 10, and you take away three, that's seven. Okay? Now, instead of four in the eighths place, you've got three, because you added one, that is to say eight, to the two, but you can't take seven from three, so you look at the 64s. 64. How did 64 get into it? I hear you cry. Well, 64 is 8 squared, don't you see? (laughs) Well, you ask a silly question, you get a silly answer. From the three, you then use one to make eight ones. You add those ones to the three, and you get one three base eight, or in other words, in base 10, you have 11, and you take away seven, and seven from 11 is four. Now go back to the 64s, you're left with two, and you take away one from two, and that leaves. Now let's not always see the same hands. That's right. Whoever got one can stay after the show and clean the erasers. Hooray for new math, new math. It won't do you a bit of good to review math. It's so simple, so very simple, that only a child can do it. Come back tomorrow night. We're going to do fractions. Fractions. <laughs>